Welcome to Know His Love Stories, where we listen to the voice of the Father through His children. Today's story comes to us from Anna. She is half Polish and half Danish, and is currently working as a psychologist in Denmark. In addition to her deep passion for helping couples, Anna also loves going on pilgrimages as she deepens her own relationship with God. This is a Know His Love Story. So, I grew up Catholic. I was... um baptized in the Catholic Church because my mom is Catholic Um, but my dad is an atheist so I kind of grew up with both uh, sides let's say and um, I always went to church um, and grew up in the Catholic Church but it was never really personal for me so I would say that for a long time in my life when I was young I didn't really know him personally Um, so when I went to high school I had a really difficult time and the first year it was just very chaotic for me. I came to a big school and the culture wasn't the best. Um, I was in a class where I felt very lonely and it was just generally like a very difficult time for me. And then during that year, my mom invited me to go for a retreat. Um, It was a Polish retreat, but it was in Denmark. Um, and I didn't really want it to go. I was like, "Mm, not sure. I don't know anyone. I was very introvert at that point. So it seemed very scary for me to go on a weekend with people I don't know. Um, but somehow I ended up going and I think that was like a, a really big change in my life, um, where I felt, uh, Jesus personally. So it was first time that um i even knew that like god was personal and like he wanted a personal relationship with me so i would say that all that time until that point in my life so i was around 16 when that happened until that time i didn't really know his love personally um and uh, how it's like it really affected me in a lot of ways because it means if there is no god who like like he's there but he's not very personally interacting with me and it's not like super engaging in my life that makes me um stand very alone right then i'm very lonely and i have to fight for my image i have to uh, make a good impression and um And all of that kind of anxiety that I felt made me also very closed up in myself because I didn't really have, I would say, I like this image of like a cup, right? When it's, it's completely empty, then it doesn't really have anything to give from. So I just felt like I didn't have anything to give to others because I was so anxious and just felt like I was um surviving (laughs) you know like uh, I didn't really have um, much love to give because I didn't have it for myself either um and um and I think my image of God was also very much that like he created the world which is great but he was also a very (laughs) strict God and he didn't really actually love me um like when I think about it I felt like if I did something wrong, he would be angry at me and I couldn't go back to him for forgiveness, which I know is not very Catholic, but like when I just think about my way of thinking, that's what I actually was thinking. Um, 
until that turning point where it where it changed. So I went on that retreat and something that was really um, what made that turning point was I came to confession after a really long time. I haven't been for at least half a year because I was so ashamed and didn't want to to open up and and I ended up doing so and I came to a priest he's an amazing priest um and he was sitting there in the confession and and he just received me and said like what's what's hurting your heart and that just I was so confused because I I knew this like um you know what you have to say like the the formal so I was preparing for that and and then you know, he asked me this question. And I was so confused. Like, what does that have to do with anything, right? Like, isn't this supposed to be confession or what? <laughs> and, uh, but I just like heard his question and I just, it moved me so much that I just started telling him about all these things that have been um, on my heart and it just was really hurting me. Um, and I felt so received and so just like, loved in the ugliness of what I did and that was just amazing to me I was like whoa I did not expect this at all and it was just a very very healing moment for me that like if he can love me even in what is really ugly in me and what is um really bad like wow that's that changes everything um and then we had adoration afterwards and it was very beautiful. Like the priest um, brought Jesus and like he came to each one of us. So it was very personal also like physically, like, you know, I, it was really one-to-one with, um, with Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, and, uh, and I just felt something in my heart that was also really, it's really powerful. i I like to think about it as like a spiritual hug in a way um, that I felt so lonely at that point. But then um, and in that moment, I just didn't like, I just felt like I was home. Um, so, so that changed a lot because suddenly before I was, you know, in this like survival mode all the time, like I had to really perform to, to be someone and to be liked and so on. And suddenly I felt at home. So I felt like I could rest and I didn't really have to do all these things that I had to do before. Um, So that made me, it's a long process. It's not like it changed overnight. Um, But I remember thinking that day, like there there is no turning back from this day. Like I just knew that was a big day for me. Um, and that like this is a journey like it's going to start now with with Jesus and I don't want life without him um and I I really felt like it was like that now it's almost 10 years ago and it has been such a wild ride (laughs) after that like it's it's really a journey and I don't think that it's like to answer your question about like how did it affect how I saw God and other people and myself it didn't it didn't change overnight for sure but it has been like a gradual slow process of um i think him opening me up to be able to see others more around me and not being so like focused on myself all the time and just having to 
feel like I have to perform or to like do everything I can just to survive because I know that he he is upholding me and I can just like rest in his arms um so yeah but it's it's a process and I I'm still sometimes very self-centered and and like it's not like it just changed overnight but I just feel this like slow process of how I'm more loving towards myself I have more trust in God and I have more love to give to others um during the during the journey in a way I think it's a truth that I have to keep reminding myself of um and I like it's in a, in a way it's quite simple but it's so deep that I just feel like I have to keep contemplating about that truth the rest of my life because I don't think I fully understand it yet um of like how powerful it is to be able to claim that to be a beloved daughter of God like that really has such impact on on me and my life like it changes the whole narrative in a way um and I see how sometimes when I drift away from that truth a bit or I forget that I'm a beloved daughter of God I start becoming really anxious and I start um like taking the control myself and um, I really see how it changes when I forget that truth. Um, on the other hand, when I really rest in that truth of being a beloved daughter of God, um, I, yeah, I just feel like I can rest <laughs> in, in that. And um, yeah, it's. Uh, I also feel like it, like my life has purpose and meaning suddenly because I'm not just here. Like I'm not just like a like some cells put together and uh, but I'm actually there is a father who cares for me and he wants me to be here and he wants me because of love um, and that's just like that's a completely different story <laughs> of my life then um, yeah I I really like to just like um, bring my desires to God and tell him about small things that are on my heart. Um, and I've had many small or big moments in my life where I felt like he was really paying attention to my heart. And like I brought um, desires and he showed me his love in very creative and beautiful ways. Uh, one situation that pops up in my, um, in my thoughts now is um, once I went on a retreat in Ireland, and uh, I was just there for the weekend, so I didn't really go to have cash. I just thought, oh, my card is just enough for me to be able to get around and so on. But somehow I couldn't use it in the bus, so I had to walk back from the retreat center to um, to the other bus to the airport. It doesn't matter. The the <laughs> the what? But what happened was that I. Um, so I was walking through the city. It was quite a long walk. And then I stopped by, like there was a church on the right side. And um, and I, I just felt something in me moving. I was like, oh, I just I just feel like I have to go there. And I don't really know why I had that thought, but I just felt like I'm supposed to go in there. And uh, so I did. 
and it happened to be a um, a convent of uh, the poor Clares, and Saint Claire of Assisi is my favorite saint. So whenever I see her or like something reminds me of her, I just feel the joy of like, oh, that's my friend. <laughs> so I was just so happy to like see that convent, and I went there to pray a bit, and. Then I noticed that that day I was wearing a dress that is like the same colors that St. Clair is usually portrayed in. So I just felt this whole like, you know, connection of, um, I just brought this, like, I was talking a lot with with God in prayer about St. Clair um, those days. And then I felt like he just led me there, you know, just to show me his love. Um, so, Yeah. Another time I brought to prayer that I really wanted to go skiing one winter. Um, and I was going to Arizona to meet my friend uh, who was living there at that time. And Arizona is usually quite warm, right? So I was like, no chance that I'm going to go skiing this year, but maybe some other year. I, I will just tell you, Jesus, you know, that this is my desire. So if it ever, if there's any ever a chance, just remember that I would really like to. Um, and then we were in, in Flagstaff and my friend Lexi asked me if I would like to go skiing tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I had no clue that that's even possible here, <laughs> but it is, <laughs> it was. Um, so I, I mean, of course you can just say, well, that's a coincidence, but I just really felt like, um, it was a beautiful little, like, um, love note from God that I could actually go skiing um, with my friend that day. So, um, yeah, I, I love these small ways of like God knowing me as a person and like what I like and what I desire. And then just showing me like, oh, I can do this for you. Like, I want to see you be happy. Um, so, yeah, I think I would actually focus more on just being there for them rather than specific things that I would say. Um, I'm thinking about, uh, I've had a season in my life lately where I had a lot of doubts as well for the first time in many years. And um, my uh, my good friend, um, Sophia, she was uh, just really there for me in it. Like I shared my doubts with her, like how I'm um, just really not feeling like God is present and I'm like even like wondering if he's there at all and it was really strange for me to feel this way because I haven't for a long time and I was just like amazed by she was just like listening she wasn't shocked like she wasn't shaming me for feeling the way I felt like she was just sitting there with me in it and, um, and I was just thinking, like, wow, this is what I would also like to do um, with someone who is in the same situation. Like, because I feel like when we are doubting God, it's also that we don't believe that he is who he says he is. Um, so to be kind of that antidote of like, you know, if I have a friend who is thinking like, oh, maybe God is actually not good after all, then I want to be a little bit of that goodness to show like, okay, it's possible, you know, goodness exists and um, to just be there for the person. Um, 
and maybe also explore a bit like because I think sometimes also it's a little psychological you know if maybe we had a difficult time in our lives and like um, and then we start maybe blaming God for it or like there can be so many reasons why suddenly we have doubts or we feel like God is far away so just maybe talk about it or like find out what what is the person thinking about God at the moment um, so so yeah and of course words of encouragement I think it's also good but I think mostly just being there for the person and uh, finding out what they need in it thank you for listening to Anna's story I would love to share your story as well please connect with us on social media or by clicking on the join us link at knowhis.love